Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Scare Riders Podcast. This is episode number 138. I am 65 Lokes, your host, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I apologize for the sound. I'm just kind of chilling out right now, and I was like, I had some time, and I was like, I got to record a podcast. It's been a minute. A lot of things have happened, and I jotted down some things that that's why I don't forget because there's just so much stuff that has happened uh, from the last time I did an episode, and... I was planning on doing one tomorrow because I'm driving out, heading out on the commute. But I was like, you know what? I'm at home chilling. Why not just do it here? And um, this way, keep you guys updated with the latest of what's been going on. How have you guys been? I hope you guys have been doing pretty well. Uh, You know, staying busy, safe, chilling. Now that uh, things are opening up and um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's already open everywhere by now. But, you know, some places are still taking their time, which is totally fine. But um, we do see a ramp up of shows starting to pop up now. Um, I know in my area, there's, you know, other activities starting to come up. And then we also got the dedicated magazine show that's coming up August 14th, which we're going to be getting into later um, during this podcast. But, um, yeah, I mean, other than that. I've seen shows popping up in other states, which is awesome. You know, people attending stuff like that, and that's that's pretty rad. Um, but as far as um, me here, I mean, I've been just, you know, promoting as much as I can online. Uh, you know, I still have my day job, and at the same time, I'm working, you know, the, the Skill Writer store. That's like my, I would say, like my secondary job which i handle you know once i'm pretty much free because aside from working the day job during the day you know i gotta after that i gotta chill and provide and and you know do what's needed with my family um my baby's 10 months now she's growing up so fast and has been keeping us super busy around the house you know she's already getting close to walking now so it's uh it's kind of crazy seeing her crawl all over the place and making sure everything's cool. So, you know, once um, once all that's done, everyone's, you know, chilling out, baby's asleep, then that's when I have my time to, uh, you know, work on the store, um, update it, pretty much, you know, promote it, um, test out the tools, use them. There's all these things that go on uh, behind it, uh, restocks and, and whatnot, and... I mean, it is fun. I love it. And I, it is something that I could clearly see myself doing forever, even like as a primary job, you know, and that's the goal. Ultimately, you know, um, everything I've learned through working with the family business, I definitely am applying it um, to my store. But at the same time, um, you know, I want this to be like a full time and my main grind you know, because um, this way I have more time to be with my family, you know, um, and this way I don't, I don't have to be worrying about, man, I got to get a job somewhere and, you know, have like a, a certain structure of a schedule that I need to follow. Um, you know, I, I like the entrepreneurship of things, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a risk too, you know, so it's not, nothing's guaranteed. Everything is uh basically as what you put into it 
you know, if uh, if you want to have this business or any business, you know, be successful, you definitely need to believe in it. You need to visualize it and you need to just continue working at it and not stop. You cannot stop. You know, it's a machine. You have to keep feeding it. And I mean, December of 2020 was the launch and the beginning of this journey. Uh, we are now in July, um, you know, on our way to the month of August. And I mean, from from that time to now, there's just so many things that I've learned uh, throughout that course of time. Uh, you know, things that I noticed were successful, things that I noticed were failures or mistakes. Um, you know, all these things that structure, you know, a company and and also what to look forward to in the future opportunities and you know just just growing you know trying to find ways to grow the company um, because you definitely want to have a large selection of tools kits supplies and paints and I mean with all that you definitely need a lot of capital um, you know, I, ha I have a lot of respect for stores that have been around the game for a long time. You know, it goes to show they've been doing something right. They, um, you know, they've been doing it for so many years. And I mean, unfortunately, there's some stores that have gone and, you know, for many reasons, whether it was retirement or it just, you know, business ended or it was just, you know, a time to change and, but for those that are still standing and, and doing their part, you know, in whatever city that they're in, it's it's awesome. You know, um, you know, I have my online store. My goal definitely would be to have a like a warehouse. So this way I could store everything there and ship items out and, and do all that. You know, that's definitely. But at the same time, I'm not like. Oh, I'm competing versus a store or I'm gunning for the store because this and that. No, it's nothing like that. Uh, because from working with my father, he never taught me that, you know, one thing he always told me was, uh, there's enough customers for everybody, you know, um, in the city where he started the flower shop at that time in the nineties, there was definitely about like six to eight active flower shops within, I would say like five to 10 miles from each other, you know, uh, something that you would definitely be, you know, either nervous or worried, like, dang, how, how are we going to be able to compete or work or whatever. But my dad didn't look at it that way. He was more like, you know, we can't focus too much attention into these other stores. Like we're, we got to compete. It's more like, Let's focus on ourselves and let's focus on what we can bring to our customers. Customer service, for sure, number one, and also the products, making sure that the products are number one, too, you know. And and on top of that, the design, making sure that every, anything that leaves the store is a, a really nice, you know, quality and stylish arrangement because that's what's going to get customers to come back. And from doing that, you know, it taught me a lot of stuff and it did show, you know, the response over time. So um, things like that, 
is uh, what I still keep, you know, to myself. Because, I mean, there's hobby stores, brick and mortar stores, but there's tons of online stores too. All over the U.S. and around the world. And, I mean, people are going to shop everywhere and anywhere, whenever, you know. Um, I have a lot of friends who build model cars and work on hobbies and projects. And, I mean, whatever they need, I'm just an option, you know. They can come to me if they want to buy something, but I don't want anybody to feel obligated like they have to buy from me, you know. It's all good if they buy it in their state, in their city, or somewhere far away, you know, because you might need it that moment and the store is like 10 minutes away from you or 30 minutes or so, you know. Um, it's things like that, that, you know, if I know like, nah, dude, you got to support who you got to support. Like, it's all good, you know. Um, and I mean, obviously, as time goes, you know, you, when you find a store, you become like attached to the store, like a fan and, and you want to support, you want to see the stores grow and stuff. So I'm I'm always very appreciative of customers who have supported the Scale Riders store. And I mean, when those opportunities come, when you get an order, that's when, you know, you need to make sure on my end, you know, that everything is cool. It's the, I'm shipping out the correct products that are ordered. Um, there's definitely going to be issues at some point, you know, if you're shipping out tons of orders at some point, you know, in the year or so, you're going to come across some issues, you know, with the shipping companies, uh, package can get lost, can get damaged. Um, a lot of different things can happen. So for, for those things, like I'll be ready for as well to take care of. You know, um, this business venture is definitely something that's I take very seriously. It's not something that I'm just like, well, well, I'm just going to try it out for a year. And if it doesn't work, then I'm done. It's nothing like that. Um, you know, it's something that I I had to talk to with my fiance in the very beginning, you know, letting her know, like, you know, this is something that I'm going to be doing for a long time, like for a long time, you know. It this is something that I like and whatnot, and I mean you met me already, like being into this stuff. So it's it's just like, you know, I gotta make this work. This is this is gonna happen, you know. And you know the supports there and everything, and um, you know I, I find the balance definitely. So this is why, like I mentioned earlier, I do it at night where I start to handle all my stuff so this way everything gets packaged gets shipped on time um and i don't wanna i don't know it feels kind of weird sometimes like if let's just say i get an order right now and knowing that i can package it and ship it the next day but let's say i don't um it just feels awkward like i'm like now nah, i gotta i gotta get it out because i i'm thinking you know the my customer is gonna definitely need these items and you know, I don't know how the post office is or FedEx or UPS, you know, I got to get it out because what if they are delayed? So maybe that one day I got it in early helps shift everything, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, a anybody who wants to get into something, you know, make sure you take it seriously, you know, uh, in any type of business venture, because 
we're always brainstorming ideas. There's always things that we want to do, but sometimes we don't, we never do them, you know, and it could be because we're scared or because we don't have money or there's not a structure. And if you have an idea, definitely write it down, create a business model, you know, create a goal for what you want to do and, you know, look into it, see if, you know, if you need to buy merchandise or if you don't, if it's just services, um, look into like, ideally an idea of how much money would you even need? Sometimes you don't even need a lot of money. Um, you could start a business with a thousand, two thousand, four thousand dollars. Um, some people go to extreme where they go, no, I got to hit 50 K or something to start a business. And I don't know. I feel like by the time you hit that and you're going to jump into it, like time has passed, like there's already somebody else doing it or there's other things going on and you kind of have to just jump in these opportunities, you know, at the moment while they're hot and just work it from there. You know, um, if you definitely need to purchase merchandise and you don't have a lot of money, just purchase what, what you can and try to make it grow from there. It's going to take a while, but just don't give up. You know, you gotta, you gotta do it. I know 3d printing is hot right now. A lot of people are 3d printing and, and, you know, and some people do it for themselves, which is so cool because I mean, it's like everything they're doing is with that custom mentality, you know, they're, they're creating parts for themselves, for their cars, for a project. And it's more of a, like, what they're doing is, like, they're trying to push the envelope to that next level and to inspire people, you know? Because until we start going back to our shows again, we're going to start to see um, some new cars and modifications and whatnot that we're going to be like, well, what car is that? Or where'd you get this? And a lot of them are just, you know, these guys are going to be super humble. Like, you know what? I do it for myself. I don't, I just don't do it for customers or anybody this is just personal you know and and i re i respect that i think that's totally fine um and then you have other uh 3d printers who it's more of a business you know they they create items that have not been created they see that there's a demand in something and they create it um and they produce it for people who want it and and that's also awesome because it's satisfying to the customer to the person who's been looking for that if there's a body you've been looking for and finally it's going to get printed by somebody you know limited run parts as well you know things of that nature if um if like you're wanting to go into 3d printing but with like a, a mentality of like well dang, I want to jump in the scene. I kind of want to take over. I want to do this. I want to do that. Kind of like stepping on toes, right? Um, I mean, nobody is entitled to a specific part because uh, when it comes down to it, I really don't see anybody patenting anything when it comes to that. It's just going to be too expensive and it's probably going to get rejected because, you know, there's already a real company that has like the patent on the original piece for a one on one scale car. So um, I don't know, I just don't really see that going down right now. But who knows, I could be wrong in the future, you know, but at the moment, 
um, let's just say you have that mentality like, oh, I'm coming in and, you know, I want to, I want to, I'm going to do everything. Like I'm going to, but not even like first, not even looking at it as a satisfaction to themselves, like being of, well, I'm doing these parts for me. Let's say not even that mindset or, or, oh, I'm going to do these because people need them. Not even that my It's more like, I just want to smash on everybody. Like, boom, and bust out, you know, um, that right there is probably not going to last. Because all that's going to stir up is, like, politics and people being like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm already doing that. What's going on? But then anything could happen. Like, what if the machines mess up? Or what if you get um, a large amount of orders because you're like, oh, well, I'm doing all this stuff. And, you know, you made it sound so good that people are gullible, that they believe you and they they gave you their money and now you have their money and at some point you get sick or I don't know something happens you lose your job whatever right like just something life-changing happens that now people are like yo a month a month went by two months three months what's going on you know and then everybody goes through this whole like putting people on blast hey this guy didn't send me this this and this and that and then you know screenshotting look look what he wrote look what he wrote you know and for those that weren't involved you know it's a it's like juicy you know it's like drama or whatever but for the victims who are like dude i gave you like a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks it's like and there's no delivery like what's going on it sucks right and at some p at some point the person just steps away and that's it you never see them again you never hear from them again they just disappeared from the face of instagram and you know they might have walked away with 10 grand 20 grand depending how lucrative you know they uh they went but at that moment whatever amount it was they sold their dignity you know they sold everything for that price and there's no coming back from that um sometimes people make the mistake and they tend to forget like situations like oh yeah you know and I feel like in the in the model car community everybody needs everything needs to be really tight meaning that you know we work so hard to be a part of this community and keep things positive you know um me myself I don't like drama and I know a lot of people don't like drama and I mean I know it's a competitive you know thing but for a lot of people it's not for a lot of people it's like they love cars they're passionate about cars and they don't want to join or get into something where they know there's going to be drama, politics, and all that. You know, it's 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 like not satisfying. You know, um, that's why some people they just kind of tend to stay away, or they just you just don't hear from them, or they don't post, or nothing. They don't want to get involved in anything. And I feel like the model scene, everybody shows love to each other. Everything's pretty cool right now. Like. People are printing stuff. People are creating stuff. And we're all just excited to get ready for our next show, you know? Um, I know there's going to be a lot of people coming out to that dedicated show that's coming up. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be in Southern California. And, I mean, you know, everyone's just excited to see each other. We haven't seen each other in, you know, like a year and a half. And I don't know. I just feel that, you know, when when vibes get brought in like negative vibes and and all that it's like 
I don't know. I don't want to deal with that. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, you're not part of my community. You know, it's almost like you get the boot, you know, as harsh as it sounds, but it's true. It's almost like, you know, you, you, you keep your household a certain way. And it's like, why do you want to leave your door open for drama? You know what I mean? Like you got to close that and, and not have it in. Um, and it goes the same for, you know, people who are trying to burn other people, you know, because it sucks. Like no matter what the amount is of money, it's like this person had to work for it. You know, this person had to get, they had to do something to get that money. And then for them to have the, to trust you and be like, here you go, you know? Um, and a lot of the times you have to, um, really support those that you can trust you know um right now there's like a lot of different people creating stuff and and independent companies that are emerging and eventually those companies within the years are going to be established and then it's just going to grow it's going to be a big thing you know um this year 2021 going forward i mean there's just so many possibilities of opening a business, but you also need, if you're a consumer, you have to be very careful. You know, there's a lot of scammers, a lot of things are changing. Um, you gotta be ready for that. And you always gotta look at what's what's going on, you know, um, like the history of people that are doing stuff and and who's active, who's not. Um, I've seen some in the past, some companies in the past that like they um, they become a manufacturer, they create a part, but then it's like they make the mistake of just wanting to sell it and then something happens to them and then like the whole company just ends because like they they were doing everything in-house that at some point it just had to end. They couldn't deliver, they couldn't create whether, you know, like I had mentioned earlier, you know, whether a, a life-changing thing happened. And sometimes it's it's just best to um, little by little kind of spread your product. And I mean, keep it in-house, but spread just a little bit exclusive to exclusive to like certain companies. And then that's it. Um, so this way, if anything happens, you know, you, uh, you can definitely, the other person you have a partnership can take care of those orders for you as well so this way customers are pleased that they can at least get their hands on your product um but yeah i mean that's that's um just something that i've I've been wanting to touch on for a while you know um there's um you know every everybody's working hard everyone right now is you know hustling uh creating there's just so much to do and and it's just not with the model world. Like, the, it happens to also happen with the Gundam world, uh, Gumpla, and um, and also in the 164 scale world. And that's one of the next topics I wanted to touch on because um, I recently, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but on Instagram, um, I've been sharing 164 scale stuff. Um, I just recently, last week, uh, was vending at a Hot Wheels swap meet show in South Pasadena, and which is really close to downtown LA here in California. Um, 
and even before that, I got to meet some people. So let, let's start from the beginning. Um, like Hot Wheels, I mean, obviously, you know, as a kid, had them, played with them and all that. But one of the, I remember the ones that I really liked the most when I was a kid was these ones that were like a, I guess, some type of crash edition where like the, if it, if you hit the door or something, it would rotate and then the next piece of the door would be like, it's all smashed or like, you know, the front of the, the front of the car or the rear or whatever. But I don't know, that was fun. So at some point, obviously, well, you know, that all came to an end. I, I was never really like a collector or anything like that for many years at all. Like I just kind of, I don't know, I didn't pay too much attention to it. Um, but model cars was like my thing, right? Um, but over time, you know, my friend Juan Chevy man, he, um, I mean, he's he's crazy with the paint jobs. You know, he basically. You know the the style of doing lowrider patterns and paint jobs on a one twenty four scale car. He brought it down to one sixty four scale, and he's just been killing it. You know, and he's very active in a Hot Wheels scene. And through him, he's told me you know the shows that are coming up and how much it's been growing. But this is probably I'm going like two years back that he's been telling us this right. And you know I've been I've been paying attention to it, and then as as time goes on, you know I start to see more and more stuff, and then more stuff starts to pop up on my feed, and I'm just like, damn, this stuff is dope. But now having an online store, I mean, everything kind of changes, you know, because now it's like I would say within the last like few months, I was getting people hitting me up, you know, like, hey, do you have this tool? Or do you have, you know, this? And and there were just questions that were geared towards 164. You know, in the beginning, like, hey, what tools do I need to uh, take apart a Hot Wheel? And at the time, I was pretty clueless. Like, I was just like, like, you know what? That's a good question. Let me do some investigating and I'll get back to you. And then later, do you have these wheels? And, you know, I would get an example of the wheels and I was like, damn, I don't even have those wheels, but they look dope, you know? Um, and then again, someone else, do you have these wheels? I'm like, damn, these are dope. What the heck? Who, who's making these, you know? Things like that. You know, you start getting these questions in. And, you know, as a person who has a company, you go, well, man, like, there's a demand there. But at the same time, like, I'm getting hit up, you know, for these things and I don't have them and I feel bad saying no or no I don't have them you know it's more like I don't have them right now but you know eventually or let me see if I can get them you know and I've always looked at it as like you know you have to have a some something for everyone you know um so you know through time you know I, I started getting questions regarding 164 scale stuff started looking into it, um, trying to educate myself as much as I can with it because I just know that that's like a whole nother community, another fandom, um, another world of customizing. And I mean, I'm just like, well, I'm pretty sure some of the tools I have in my store are going to be very universal for them to use, you know, but I am missing some components that I do not have in my store. So I don't know, let's just see what's up. 
so as time went on, um, I started to to look, investigate, and just check. And then it's just like over time, um, I was pointed pointed in the right direction and um, managed to the first product that I brought into the store was the Mont Hobby uh, BNDS wheels. And I mean, the, these are wheels that are coming out from Hong Kong, imported. And I mean, they're, they're really nice for a lot of the classic JDM um, style cars. They look really, really dope. And I mean, they have other selections, but I just, I just kind of got what I was digging. And I'm already looking into like doing a secondary order with them just because like the response has been good with the wheels. But then I also want there's just a whole another side of wheels that they have that I want to bring in as well. So that right there, I would say is kind of like, you know, people were asking me for these wheels, I brought them in, people started getting them. And now, you know, it opened up like that door in my head, like what else? Okay, what else is out there? Now people are hitting me up for the tools. Uh, but like, what is it that they're talking about? So like, you know, Juan obviously starts, starts to educate me on that. And then I find out that there's like a show, um, in the area here in LA, which is the Hot Wheels Swap Me show. So then, you know, I, um, plan out to go contact Juan, contact Armando. Hey, you know, we haven't hung out for a while. How about we hang out and we go to the show? All right, cool. So we uh, we go, we hang out, and I'm just blown away. I even made a video of it. It's on my uh, YouTube channel, and I was just tripping out. So many tents. I would say I don't know anywhere up upwards of like twenty, maybe thirty tents, like somewhat lined up. You know, from one end to the park to the other end, and I got a little like nostal like nostalgia. Like I started to think like vibes of like, oh man, this this reminds me of like the like the model meets you know uh with the tents and everything like it, it's just what it it took me back i was like damn this is this is cool you know and just you know walking through the whole spot you know i'm just like it's like eye candy you know you see all these vibrant colors and things and on the tables and just like what is all that stuff you know um and little by little i, I was like all right cool i'm gonna start buying you know all these uh Sylvia Celicas and you know any anything that GTRs that I was like li you know Liberty Walk whatever any anything that I thought was like some JDM stuff you know take it with me boom um and just walking around and I mean dude I was tripping out because everybody we would come across knew Juan Everybody knew Chevy, man. Everyone was like, what's up? What's up, dude? What are you going to bring to play days and this and that? And I'm like, dude, you're like a celebrity here, bro. Like, everybody knows you. And everybody's, like, anticipating what you're going to bring. Or everyone's showing you love and giving you props, you know? And I was like, dude, that's so dope. Um, So, you know, Juan ends up introducing me to one of his friends. His name's Mark, which used to be a model builder back in the day. And he was in the Loretta Bicycle Magazines. And, you know, we started talking and I told him that um, I was, you know, the owner of Scale Riders and stuff. And he told me he was already following me. We just, you know, we had never met. So it was cool. Like we hit it off chatting for a long time. 
And I'm like, yo, like, I need to get this guy on the podcast. Like, he's awesome. So that's someone who I'm going to be interviewing in the future. And it was just cool, you know. He uh, he no longer builds model cars. He does, he customizes Hot Wheels. And everybody knows him, too. Like, he's he has a, he's, like, very well known in the Hot Wheel game. And he has a booth set up and everything. And, I mean, he's there on the spot like working customizing stuff so uh, a lot of people come to him for things and you know we're just chopping it up and i saw him again like another time you know but uh we hung out that time and then you know from walking around um i met another guy his name is hayden such a cool cat um he also had a booth uh he was selling you know his his own 3d line of printed stuff um, wheels and hollow cars and he had the tools he had a kit I was like whoa dude like you're like the only dude I see here selling this kit so I ended up buying the kit because I'm like I gotta try this out you know I'm very curious about this so then cop the kit I was hanging out with Mark and he was doing a demo well we kind of turned it into a demo he was just working but it was just so funny. Armando was like, record them, record them. You got to record them. So I asked permission. He's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I started recording Mark. He's uh, opening up a Hot Wheel, you know, doing the whole process, breaking it down and managed to catch a clip on that. It's also on the YouTube channel. And I mean, we just hung out and then I had to take off. And um, it's one of those things. As much as I want, I'm having so much fun. Time flies. As much as I want to hang out, I can't because i gotta bounce you know i got a baby and stuff like that gotta we gotta go somewhere with my girl you know so it's 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 just tough so um but it was fun though took off and then finally when i had time for myself i busted out the tools and i started just like you know analyzing them started using them um i followed the steps in that video which mark explained of how to do it i managed to uh to you know take i basically took apart all the hot wheels that i bought from the show like i might i must have bought like a dozen cars and i just ripped them all out of the packaging tossed all the packaging away and then i just started drilling on all of them and i took them apart i mean for sure the first one i screwed i butchered that one but after that they started to get better, better, better towards like the end. I was like really happy with the end results that I was getting. And I was just telling myself, man, if I do a hundred of these, like I'll know really well what I'm doing, you know? I mean, I have a good idea of it already, but I, I would be like super pro. And maybe if I do like 10,000, I'll probably be on Mark's level. I don't know. I could tell he's probably done a lot because his are super clean. And um, so I was like, dude, this product is so dope. So... You know, as time's gone on, um, I've kept in communication with Hayden and, um, you know, to me, I felt like, well, dude, these are like your tools, you know? Um, and I just was like, you know, I, I reached out to him to see if, if it would be cool if, if I can buy some of his tools off of him so I can resell in my store, you know? And yeah, he was cool. So, you know, it's, it's, I look at it, it's like, uh, like a camaraderie, like partnership kind of vibe, you know? Um, I didn't want to like, be like, Oh, well, I'm going to go buy these tools. I'm going to find out the source, you know, I'm going to sell these tools myself and all that. 
you know, nah, 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 none of that, dude. You know, I wanted to keep it chill, respects to him, um, you know, and I mean, I'm stepping into a whole nother world right here, you know? I'm not, I'm not trying to step on any toes or nothing like that. If anything, I want to support and embrace it as much as like somebody trying to come in, support and embrace, you know, the, the scale model cars. So, um, yeah, you know, I finally got the tools. They're up on the site. They're available now. And and I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you know, I, I got the wheels. I got the tools now. And and then, you know, from talking to Hayden, he he starts to tell me and he throws the invite out there like, yo, why don't you just come over and vend one day or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do, but you should come out. And I'm like, dang, I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't know, like, you know, if that was even possible because I mostly saw 124 scale stuff. And he's like, no, nah, you should come through. Like, you know, you have tools, you have stuff like just bring it. I'm sure you'll do good. And I'm sure, you know, people will dig it. So I was like, all right. So then this month of July, they uh, posted up the flyer and um, they do two shows in a month. But, dude, I was tripping out. They've been doing this since last year. I thought they started this year. Not maybe even before that, you know, but this is this goes on every month twice. In a month. And I'm like, dang, you know, and I mean, these people, they keep going. They don't stop. It's not like, oh, we're done. Nah, they go in and I was like, all right, I'm going to go on this date. So um, I asked him, what time does it start? He's like, we get here at 6 a.m. But, you know, the flyer says it starts at nine. All right, cool. So I'm like literally like 10 minutes away from this park. I'm like, I have everything packed, loaded up, just wake up, get ready, take a shower and head out. I wake up <laughs> like and then all these little things I had to do. And then I still went to go get breakfast uh, at McDonald's. And when I got there, I was like fashionably like 40 minutes late, you know, past six. But dang, dude, the streets were full. Like there was like no really no parking, all vendors just packed i was like dang so i looped around a couple of times finally squeezed in i'm all like parked in front of a house kind of blocking in their driveway start bringing stuff down running you know across the street bringing in the park and i'm doing this by myself you know and i'm thinking like all right you know i, I gotta this is the first time i'm bending as like scale riders like officially you know as a store so this is what's gonna kick it off for me because I, I am going to be vending at the dedicated magazine show. And then I, I plan to vend that other future shows this year. But to me, I'm like, this is what's going to kick it off. You know, I got to gain the, uh, the the experience. Right. So uh, I'm over here like bootstrapped. Let's go running through the trenches. Get in um, cutting through bushes, stepping on leaves, you know, trying to dodge not stepping on any snails or ants you know i get in i um leave all the stuff right there now i'm like all right now i gotta find a parking spot park the car come back start setting up everything right table canopy uh busted out the boxes started busting out the kits uh the tools the wheels just the paints like all these things that i thought well and that was the thing too during the week 
I was having a little bit of a hard time knowing what to bring because I'm not going to bring the whole store, right? But I have to bring some stuff that I think is kind of geared towards 164 skill stuff that they can use. And I brought it. So I was like, cool. So this is this is what I'm bringing. And um, I got set up and, you know, I was like, yeah, this was like I got set up pretty quick. But still, you know, you're you're kind of moving stuff, shuffling stuff around the table, trying to see like what makes sense, how to display it. And I mean, um, you know, like any show, the vendors are the ones who are roaming around, buying stuff, trying to see what's up, you know. And it was cool because um, that's how I kind of got to meet other vendors. You know, they uh, they came over and they were like, oh, what's up? And then I just started talking to them and, and they were just tripping out like, oh, cool, man. Dan, you got model cars? What? Oh, what? They were just like tripping out, dude, on the stuff. I don't know if I brought back maybe some memories or I don't know, but they were like really hyped on what they were seeing. Right. Um, and, you know, just talking to them, letting them know, you know, about Skill Riders online store. Here's my, you know, sticker has the website and all. And, um, you know, just getting to meet them and just talking about cars in general and talking about Hot Wheels and all this stuff that I felt very welcomed. I felt like that was a good way to introduce yourself, like an introduction, you know, chopping it up. And and then um, finally, once people started showing up, you know, some people started showing up already at seven, at eight and whatnot. And it was cool even with them talking with them and whatnot and and I have to say, like, it's always fascinating talking with different people because it's almost like a one-on-one thing. Like, it was just crazy. Like, no, nobody was around, and then one person would pop up, and I would just be chilling with them, talking to them for a minute, and they'd leave, and then later someone else and someone else. And it was just like, I wish, I, I should have, like, had a mic right there and a camera, but who knows, they probably wouldn't have been down to even talk to me if I would have been telling them, oh, yeah, I'm going to record you, you know? But... It was just cool, like, talking to them. But one of the things that, um, like, I don't know. It was just, like, some funny things that would happen. So one of them is, you know, the dudes would show up, and they would see all the tools and stuff. And they would be like, oh, what? So this is, man, you got everything to customize. So this is what I need, you know? And um, But then they would say, like, oh, but you know what? I don't think I'm ready. Like, I'm I'm, a, I'm scared to mess up. I'm scared to mess up. So I kept hearing that, like that they were scared to mess up. And I would be like, what are you scared of messing up on, though? Like, what is it, though, exactly? Oh, well, I mean, you know, like taking it apart. And I was like, all right, anything else? And they're just like that. And then, I mean, just like painting it, you know, like I don't like I really don't have experience with that. And then that's when I was like, oh, shoot, you know, like, all right, all right. Like, it started to give me an idea, like, okay, what what is it? What are the main issues, you know, that so, someone that collects but wants to customize, like, what are the fears that go into it, right? Um, and, then, and then somebody else was like, oh, man, like, I don't even want to get started with customizing because I just know it's like I'm going to spend a lot more money, right? And then, um, and then this one dude was tripping out on the model cars. Um, he, he thought like, he almost thought like there was a 164 scale car, I guess like the box or something. And I was like, oh, nah, dude, these are model cars. And he, I mean, dude was young, 
he was young. He probably didn't even know what a model car was, you know, because I was telling him, and he was like, what? And I, I opened one. I'm going to check it out. And then he's like, oh, okay. He's like, dang. So you got to, like, paint it on and do all that. I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, dang, right on. He's like, yeah, I don't I don't even, I don't have any of that, like, stuff, you know. I was like, nah, it's all good, bro. And then we talked for a little bit, you know, but it was, like, one of those things, like, um, it was interesting, you know, trying to explain to someone younger, you know, because you can't blame them. You can't be like, well, you should know. Nah, you know, they don't, they had, dude had no idea, but I don't know. It was interesting. And then, um, there was another cat who, uh, came through and I mean, he saw one of the kids and was like, like, can I see that one? And I mean, he's a hot wheel dude, you know, this dude's never built a model car ever, ever, ever. And he was like, oh, I got, it's because I got a car like that. I'm like, right on. He ends up buying the kit. Then he bought another kit later, came back. And um, I gave him I gave him one of my, uh, I was trying to give him a sticker, but I, I couldn't find the sticker. So I just gave him like a pin, but it had the website. That's what I wanted. I wanted it to have the website. So then, um, you know, but I didn't know. I didn't know this yet that he never built a model car. He, didn't, he never owned the model kit. And dude was young, too. He ends up hitting me up on Instagram. Like, he found me on Instagram. He hits me up and was like, yo, what's up, dude? You know? So I was like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, what's up? And then he told me, like, hey, do you think you could, you know, like, give me some advice with this kit? Because this is my first one ever. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, that's pretty dope. Diving in first. So then I started to just break it down to him. Like, just telling him, look, that day of that of that event, I did have, like, the basic things you need to start a kit but don't trip like i know they'll have another show in the future or something i mean you you can order the stuff online but i'll let you know if i do end up going even if i just stop by for a bit maybe we can link up right there at another at the next swap meet right that way he doesn't have to pay shipping or anything like that um so we've been like talking uh back and forth and <clears throat> i mean <clears throat> he um he wants to do it. He wants to try it out, you know, and and like I feel like it's my responsibility to give him the advice, especially if I've sold him a kit and he's telling me it's his first one. You know, I can't leave him hanging and be like, oh, God, you know, I don't know or whatever. Nah, like I think it's going to be kind of cool. And I don't know. At some point, I'm going to be like, yo, you need to send me photos, you know, like to document this right here, because this could be something like a project just to see how the outcome, you know, is and all that but i thought it was kind of cool that that happened like let's just say i don't go to this show or anything you know um this dude would have probably never bought that model kit he would have probably never found it because online i mean i looked for this kit and i mean a lot of times it's it's, it's like it's sold out you know but sometimes you can find it or whatever but I know when when I tried uh, ordering more copies of this kit, it's like, nah, like I couldn't even get any more. And I was like, what? Like tripping out. So um, it was just kind of cool that he was able to uh, to come to the show and get it. And, you know, we're definitely going to be in uh, in communication. So this way, you know, I can help him, um, you know to paint the car, get it primed, and, you know, the prep work and all that. Um, so that was cool 
But um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It's kind of fun just like talking with like younger people about this stuff because it was like an introduction, you know, trying to get them into it um, and, tr- and trying to see. I wasn't like trying all hard, like, yo, you got to buy this. But um, it was just cool, like chopping it up. And I know I've been, I know I was like keeping you guys in anticipation, like, but what car was it? What car? Um, yeah, it was a a Toyota. The uh, it's that one, the Greek Gritty and Rocket Bunny. And um, he ended up picking that up, that Toyota eighty six. And um, yeah, dude was just like tripping. He was like, dang, like, you know, I want to see his car now. Now, now that he was saying. It's a car like that, so I want to see. Let's see if that's. I believe him, you know. I'm not gonna say if, and I do believe him. But um, but yeah, it was interesting. Um, you know, took off later, and um, you know, I was just processing everything, thinking and and being like, man, um, you know, people who collect Hot Wheels, you know, they obviously collect a lot of them, right? Oh yeah, I met this one cat who's. He told me, look. I collect this stuff, but I don't collect like every Hot Wheel or like the common ones or whatever. He had all these like terms. I can't even think of the terms right now. You guys can correct me later. But he said, look, the stuff I buy, it's more like, I guess, somewhat more expensive or high end or something or limited edition um, because he says he doesn't have like he doesn't want to have that stuff spread all over the pad or in totes or whatever. He just wants to have specific ones you know, anywhere where they're like anywhere from 20 bucks up to 100 or whatever. Right. Um, specialty ones. So this way he can display them. He can enjoy them and, and check them out. So that was pretty neat. But so I was thinking about that a lot about him, about what he was telling me with that. And then, you know, there was like that dude who was telling me who he was, you know, like afraid of, like messing up the car and everything. And. I started to think like, man, I need to find like a way to be able to, I mean, I know I could do a tutorial video and all that, you know, um, it's people do it all the time, but I don't know. It would be kind of cool if there was like a chance to link up, let's say Mark showing, boom, this is how you take it apart and then having them do it. And then they do it. So that gains, gives them confidence. All right. Now I could take these cars apart. And then let's just say like Juan's like Chevy man's like, yo, I'm going to show you how to strip the car, how to prep it. And then the next steps, we're going to jump into painting the car, you know, and, and so forth. Um, Armando, bam, check out these paint jobs showing you about color theory and all this stuff. Right. And then we clear coat the car and then um, swap the wheels or whatever, customize it, put it back together. And this is like their first one. So this way, all those fears get erased. That anxiety, that nervousness just goes away. You know, that would be pretty sick. But I know what happened. I mean, eventually. Um, oh, yeah, I forget. There's this one cat who I also met from, uh, I believe he said Temecula. His, he came all the way from out there. And he's a customizer. Customizes Hot Wheels. Here, I'm gonna go on my Instagram right now. I'm gonna try to find what's his um his name on here because uh dude was hella cool. We talked for a while and I mean he, he does have some like pretty pretty
pretty cool uh, 164 scale customs. So it was a, uh, it was, oh, his name's a, uh, on Instagram, look up Concealed Creations. So Concealed underscore Creations. And I mean, he mostly does these custom cars, uploads them on his Instagram, and he raffles them off. But that dude has, he's sick. I started checking out his stuff. I was like, damn, this guy's dope. But, um, but yeah, he's another, another dude. So, you know, respects, you know, to everybody in the, in the community of 164 skill, you guys are killing it, doing your thing. Um, you know, I, I do see that in, you know, the model world go hand in hand and, you know, we all love cars. So that's uh pretty cool. The next uh, thing I wanted to jump into was we got to get into the dedicated show. Um, so this is a dedicated scale enthusiast magazine super show, the first super show that they are doing. This is taking place on August 14th, 2021, which is on a Saturday, taking place at the Holiday Inn, 14299 Firestone Boulevard, the city of La Mirada, California, 906 this show uh, will be taking place from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. There's going to be model contest, vendors, photo shoot, music, door prizes, $25 entry fee for unlimited models, $5 general admission, kids free admission and registration. So if you have a kid or you want to bring your kids, they're going to be in for free if they want to enter, you know, they, they got a, a build or something. Um, they can also register for free. So that's pretty neat. Uh, for more info, please visit dedicatedmagazine.com. There's going to be specialty awards, um, award classes. I mean, there's a lot. I'm not going to read every single one, but I mean, there is going to be like best of show, best of paint, best of interior engine detail, the dedicated magazine pick, uh, best theme, 90s mini truck. And then, you know, the rest is, you know, any, everything from like lowrider, import, custom, curbside, street truck, um, factory stock. So there's hot rod, street machine, you know, the list goes on and the juniors. So there's all that going down. Um, so now that the info's out right there. Um, there there are flyers for this event. Um, I've been putting a flyer in each order that I ship out. So for those that have ordered, um, you are getting a flyer in there. Um, might want to check your local hobby stores here in Southern California. Um, you should be able to find a flyer there as well. But if not, I mean, you can always go on Facebook uh, look up dedicated magazine um also on the instagram and and get the uh the scoop there as well um during this recording right now we're m- one month away um you know the guys were promoting it today and it's one month right now so you guys that are planning to enter the contest you have one month to basically i would say within the next couple of weeks start wrapping things up right start putting on that final bow put it away and and start getting pumped for the show 
you know, you should be adding your final details within the next couple of weeks or so. Because, I mean, that stuff gets, it can get stressful, right? Staying up late at night, last minute, you're not even done. The show's like tomorrow. And you, and you still have like a two hour, one hour drive. <laughs> and you're just like, damn, tripping. Or you're there, you got you got a room at the hotel. And all you got to do is wake up, walk out the door, go down the elevator, go into that banquet room and bam, you're there, right? But then... I mean, that sounds easy, but you could be up in the room, not even sleeping, being all stressed out, you know, be like, dang, got to glue this, got to glue that. Busting out the house of color painting right there. Nah, um, but it just, um, you got to think about that. We're one month away, right? For those that are planning on going, we're month, one month away of attending our first show in California, Southern California. A show where, I mean, in an area near L.A. or I would say hour away from L.A., but Orange County, you know, all that, all this area where it's like ground zero for like lowrider cars, import cars, you know, um, the street machine, all this stuff, right? It's just a lot of people here, a lot of model builders. That's why there's so many like clubs, so many crews. It's just a lot of people. So, I mean, there's gonna be. I'm expecting a lot of people to go to this show for sure, for sure. It's been a minute, and there's got to be a lot of people. The only thing that um, I feel like everybody that is att- going to be attending. You know, if if you're part of the, you know, whatever club you're from um, or anything, like, let people know. Spread the word, you know. Like, just say something. Say that you're going to go to the show or post up the show or something because it's one month away. And um, I I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like the word needs to be spread more about the show because we don't want to make the mistake of not saying that the show's going on to make others feel like there's nothing going on and then like you show up and you bring like 50 cars and then like you have no one to compete against and you say you robbed the house you know what I mean um so it's like spread the word let people know let people know you know you're going to be in, you're going to be competing or whatever. So this way, it's like, you know, the competition is up. Like, ooh, you know, it's almost like it's almost like when you see something on eBay, throw that bid in, throw that bid in. It's going to start that bid war, you know. Um, sometimes some people want to sneak in silently, but nah, just, just let it be known. Who cares? This way, you get other pe- people hyped up and everything. Did you guys hear that? Oh, sorry. That was uh, the feeder for the cat. Like I said, I'm at home just chilling. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> later, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear that some years later. And I'll be like, oh, my God. But um, the show's coming up. Dedicated Scale Enthusiast Magazine Super Show. August 14, 2021. Holiday Inn. It's on a Saturday. Make sure get those models ready. Bring them out. You know, it's 
25 bucks for the entry fee. So, I mean, try to bring as many models as you can. If you're coming in from far away, whether it's from Texas, the East Coast, wherever, you know, bring as many models as you can bring on, on the plane. Um, the same, if you're here in, in Southern California, bring your models, bust them out, you know, that way it's just, it's just going to look beautiful. Lots of colors everywhere, right? So um, definitely spread the word for the show. And it's going to be fun. I mean, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be vending. Um, if I get a chance, you know, I'll definitely um, do some coverage. But I'm definitely going to be vending. Um, I might just be chilling in the vending area for the most part of the show, uh, which is fine. I mean, you know, I'm, I know for sure I'll, I'll see some people and stuff like that. But I will be there in attendance and I'll be bringing some goodies with me to the show. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see what's up. We'll see what happens. You know, it's uh, it's coming up. It's crazy. It's already coming up one month away. Oh, let's clap. One month away. Um, but yeah. And um, one last thing before I forget. So going back to the 164 scope cars, I did strip. I think, yeah, I think like 10 of them out of the 12. And out of those cars, two of them I started to paint. I started using the splash paints. And I had never used splash paint before, right? I remember seeing it at the shows, people talking about it. But I never was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, buy it and try it. Because I was very like, house of color, house of color, house of color, you know? It's almost like I didn't want to use anything else but House of Color. When I started messing with Gumplas, um, I started to use Mr. Hobby just because a lot of people were using Mr. Hobby. So I started to like learn that paint system and I was like, all right, cool, cool. It requires a lot of mixing and stuff. And then with the splash, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this out um, on these cars. So... They come in a one ounce bottle size, right? The little jars are one ounces, which is cool. It has a little more little shaker in there, which is also really dope. And on top of that, it was like, they're already, they're ready to spray, you know? And I started to use them and man, they're very user friendly and very forgiving that I was like, what? Like, this is a dope, dope, dope product, you know? And I, um, the next step I need to do, I need to add the clear. So I can't wait for that. I, I have some on order, uh, well, ba back order, because I had sold out of the clear. And I'm talking about the 2K Ultra Gloss Clear. But I managed to get, I'm getting more in pretty soon. So um, once I get it in, you know, restock, but then I'm also going to, get a set for myself to use uh, for these cars because um, the purpose being is these um, Hot Wheel cars, one of them is a Matchbox, but the other one's a Hot Wheel car. What I want to do is I want to showcase them 
you know, showcase the paint, showcase the wheels uh, of what you can do, you know, using these products. And we'll go from there. But um, pretty excited, pretty excited. I'll keep you guys updated to see what's up. And um, we're going to end it here, guys, because it's already starting to get late out here. And uh, man, it did about an hour. Wow. I didn't even think I was going to go this long. Um, I might have left off some things, but uh, stay tuned. And um, shout outs to all you guys. And also shout out to George. Before I forget, George Vision124. He was out here in California. We had done like the last previous episode together, the episode 137 with Armando and him. Uh, shout out to Armando as well. Uh, he will be back next month um, in California. So that's going to be awesome to see him again. And uh, shout out to them. They killed it at the dead end presentation that they did. And uh, with the 805 uh, replica, the cars and everything. And a lot of that stuff got donated to them so you know if you guys want to see that visit the uh, dead end store out in salinas and um, you'll be able to see all that stuff there all right guys well uh, thank you for listening that was episode 138 65 lokes your host checking out peace out have a good night good day laters